0: Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and you're listening to Grace to Your World. If this is your first time joining me, this ministry is all about providing you with an understanding of the grace of God, which will empower you to change your world and to live the overcoming life. You see, God wants us to live in victory, yet in order for us to do so, we must have an understanding of His unconditional love and His unmerited favor that has been made available to us through the finished works of Jesus Christ. And so I truly believe this is going to bless you today. Now to find out more about our ministry and to access other free resources, simply head to alexrubitministries.org. And with that being said, let's get into today's teaching. Uh, Galatians chapter 1, uh, verses uh, uh, 15 and 16. This is the Apostle Paul speaking. And watch what he says. He says in verse 15, but when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace. Friend, I want you to know that you are called by his grace. God has a calling for your life, and he has already graced you in that area. Amen. fact I want you to say out loud I am called and then say I am graced praise God and so and notice it says it pleased God you know I mean how many of you want to please God (laughs) you know and it says it pleased him man it pleased him uh, 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 to call us by his grace you know sometimes people have this idea that God is kind of reluctant uh, to save you know Alex if I beg enough if I if I repent enough then maybe God will save me no God loves you. You know, it pleases Him uh, when you come to Him, when you receive Him. Amen? He's not reluctant to save. Man, He's He's knocking on the door of every heart. It's just, are we going to actually open the door and let Him in? Amen? And so, and so He says, when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's room and called me by His grace. Watch this in verse 16. I want you to notice this. He says, He says, uh, to reveal His Son." in me this is huge he says to reveal his son in me that i might preach him among the heathen immediately i conferred not with flesh and blood and then he goes on to say that he took some time three years to really be alone with the lord uh and, and to really uh have that alone time with god before he even went and he talked to anybody else about this uh, but what i want you to see is that he said to reveal his son in me not only to me See the law is god revealing himself to us who watch this guys grace and truth the grace and truth that came with jesus is god revealing himself in us what does that mean it means he wants to reveal himself to you heart to heart he wants you to have a heart-to-heart encounter with him and that means that jesus praise god is revealing himself to you in your heart See, he says to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the heathen, that I might preach him in the world. And so it's, it's so huge to, to see that, you know, in order for us to effectively minister to the world, guys, we got to make sure that, that we're taking the time to really get to know God uh, as he reveals himself in our hearts. You see, and, 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 and how does he do that? I want you to see this again uh, look at uh, Hebrews chapter 10 verse 29 uh, in the amplified because how does he reveal himself to our hearts is 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 um is huge watch this uh Hebrews 10 29 i'm going to read the last part of that verse uh in the amplified this is talking about the holy spirit now and this is what he says he says the holy spirit who imparts grace the unmerited favor and the blessing of god the king james here says refers to the holy spirit as the spirit of grace the holy spirit is the spirit of grace Uh, but he says in the amplified amplified always amplifies it amen (laughs) he says uh he says the holy spirit is not only the spirit of grace but the holy spirit uh praise god he he imparts grace and grace notice is is referred to as unmerited favor and the blessing of God you see grace is is the unmerited favor of God it's God being good not because you earned it it's not because you deserved it it's not because of all the stuff the good stuff you think you did no it's God being good to you friend because God is good it's God being good to you because that is his nature you see that's the nature of grace and truth now he says the Holy Spirit imparts the grace of God uh, how does he do that well the Holy Spirit imparting the grace of God is when the Holy Spirit is at work in you. You see, the Holy Spirit working in you is now what's gonna transform you from the inside out. The Holy Spirit who is at work in you, ah, praise God, you know, the Holy Spirit working in you is unveiling Jesus to your heart. Guys, that's huge. You know, it's the Holy Spirit's job to to show you Jesus, to show you who Jesus is, to, Not just mentally you know not just to tell you things about him so you can have an intellectual understanding no but but it's it's him it's man it's him revealing himself uh, to your heart you see that's what this new covenant that's what grace and truth is is all about and so I want you to notice that grace it's not a curriculum or a doctrine no we said grace is a person Jesus but watch this this is equally important to understand, in order for us to truly understand how grace teaches us, we got to understand that grace is a spirit, the, the spirit of grace, the Holy Spirit. And so, to effectively operate in this new covenant, to effectively operate in your identity in Christ, you got to know the person of grace, which is Jesus, and you got to have the spirit of grace, which is the Holy Spirit, you see you got to live a life dependent on the Holy Spirit. I believe that it is God's will that anybody who is uh, born of the Spirit uh, be led by the Spirit. Amen. And so and so that's very powerful. And I want you to understand the Holy Spirit being the Spirit of grace means this, that the Holy Spirit will never condemn you. Sometimes, you know, religion has taught us to uh, think, you know, well, Alex, I messed up. You know, I sinned. But uh, I must have the Holy Ghost because I sure feel condemned. A lot of people have been taught, you know, the Holy Spirit will condemn you and and beat you up about your sin. But friend, uh, the Bible says that there's no condemnation to those who aren't Christ. Amen. And so and so the Holy Spirit can't condemn you if there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Now, what the Holy Spirit will do is he'll convict you. He'll bring uh, you know conviction. Uh, I like to say it like this, he, he'll show us areas where we can improve, but friends, it's always conviction without condemnation, you see. And so this is how grace teaches you. Grace teaches you by the Spirit of grace, working on the inside of you and uh, really unveiling Jesus to your heart. Uh, Paul said uh, to, to reveal his Son in me, and so he wants to reveal himself in you, he wants Christ, praise God, to become a living reality in your heart. And when that happens, friends, that's when transformation takes place. You see, it's not you saying, Well, praise God, Alex, uh, today, um, you know, uh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cuss today, you know. A lot of people have, have uh challenges with uh, you know, letting go of cussing. Uh and, and, and so, you know, you, you may you and you're born again. Uh, and, and so you might you know, say, well, I'm not going to do it. Uh, and, and so you have this, this almost like this commandment going on in, in your own head where you say, uh, thou shalt not cuss, thou shalt not cuss, thou shalt not cuss. And next thing you know, whoop, you know, there it is. <laughs> Something came out of your mouth and it sure wasn't your prayer language. <laughs> um, that's not how transformation works in this Christian life. No, friend, rather than you working hard to not do the thing That you've been struggling with uh, rather than you working hard to try uh, to get rid of that uh, addiction get rid of that uh, weed habit (laughs) praise God uh, rather than you doing that just behold Jesus behold Jesus as you behold Jesus the Bible says as you behold him in the Word you behold the glory of the Lord in the Word As you do that, the Bible says the Holy Spirit will now transform you from glory to glory into the very image that you're beholding. And so the more that you behold him in his word, you get into his word, uh, you spend time in his presence, Amen. you meditate on what he's done for you. You meditate on his love for you. Uh, You meditate on, on, on who he has made you to be in him. Now, the more you do that, first of all, you'll notice that there's no more satisfaction you know in in, in the uh, you know when you do that little weed thing uh, smoking that weed you know uh, before you used to get a kick out of it now it's like you know you've been spending time with the Lord and and, and his spirit has been working on the inside of you uh, so now you go do that thing and it just really kind of you know it's like it doesn't really you know it doesn't really have the same kick anymore and so he'll he'll start to take the enjoyment away from those ungodly desires you used to have. Uh, and and, and that's him transforming you and next thing you notice is you just wake up one day uh, and and you're like man I just don't want to do that thing anymore you know you wake up one day and you may not even realize it but man you you didn't cuss today (laughs) your your language kind of changed and it just kind of became you know nice and 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 better (laughs) praise God but it wasn't you struggling to do that no man what happened was you were so busy beholding Jesus you were so busy uh, fellowshipping with Him, you were so busy fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit that He, he was just changing you from the inside out. And and and, and man, next thing you knew, uh, that desire was gone. You see, and so that is how transformation happens, friends, in the Christian life. Remember, the Bible said, "Not by might nor by power, but by My Spirit," saith the Lord. And so, and so, rather than struggling. And performing, Behold Jesus, is what I'm saying. When you behold Jesus, friend, sooner or later, you're going to awake to righteousness. You're going to begin to see who you are in Him. You're going to begin to see who He has made you to be. So I I trust you guys are catching this. Uh, Just say out loud with me right now, man, say, say, I need Jesus. Say it's all about Him. And if you can, just, just praise Him for a moment. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just praise him for what he's made available to us, friends. It's awesome. I'm telling you, man, you know, this is um, and I see this happening in my own life, you know, where before I used to uh, work hard and, 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 you know, I thought I had to perform to try to get stuff to happen. It's just like, you know, man, no, just behold Jesus and and receive his love for you. You see, that's, that's, that's where transformation takes place. That's where transformation takes place. You know, you want to understand that man was never created to function effectively separate and apart from God. Remember, Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. But then the word also says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, when God created man, when God created Adam and Eve and put them in the garden, Uh, they were created to live in perfect fellowship with the father you know it wasn't until that sin happened that that fellowship was broken and 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 so uh man was never created to function effectively separate and apart from god and so all the law of moses did was to show man guys uh you can't perform on your own to be right with god it's never gonna work you need help you need to be reconciled back to the father you see And, and and so All of the issues man all of the issues that are going on in the world is 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 the effect of sin and and sin at its very nature is is to have a spiritual nature that is separate from God it is it is to be incapable uh, to fellowship with with the Father and and so Jesus came into the world uh, to break down that enmity you know to break down that wall that kept us apart uh, from the Father and so and so man if you're in Christ you've been reconciled to him and so what you gotta do is you don't have to perform to be right with God. No, you just gotta begin to awaken, man. <laughs> you gotta begin to awaken to who he has made you to be. Praise God. Praise God. Um, just say out loud, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Say, Jesus is my righteousness. Amen. And so let's look at a couple of more things here. Uh turn with me over now to, uh, let's go to Galatians uh, chapter uh, 3, starting at verse 11. This is where I left off last week. Uh, Let's look at Galatians 3, 11 through 14. Um, I'm going to read it in the King James, and then I'm going to read it also in the uh, New Living Translation, because I really want to continue now to see the contrast between Grace and truth, which is really also grace and faith, versus the works of the law. Amen. And so let's, let's look at this. Let's look at uh, this here in verse 11. He says, This uh, verse 11 says, But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident. And so he's saying, That's obvious. For the just shall live by faith. And so the just. That's the one who's been made righteous. And friend, if you are in Christ, that is you. And so the Bible says the way that you are now to live is by faith. Now, look at verse uh, 12. Remember I said earlier, I started off by saying that the law is unbelief. And maybe you thought that was kind of radical, but look at verse 12. Uh, Verse 12 says, and the law is not of faith. The law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. And so, man, this is radical, you know, because I I used to think. Uh, I used to think, you know, anybody who's 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 working hard uh, to try to be pleasing to God and and and, and a person uh, who who puts a lot of effort into, uh, you know, trying to really. Uh, you know, just trying to really be pleasing to God. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but what's the motivation behind that? Now, if you're doing that because you think you have to do it to be accepted by God, or if you're doing something because you think you have to do it in order for God to bless you, well, friend, that is actually not faith. That's not the biblical definition of faith. Because he says the law is not a faith. Now, the law, let me clarify, for a born-again believer, you operating under, under the law is any time that you believe that you must do In order to get god to do alex if if i uh you know even even going to church you know i want to make sure i'm going to church today because i want to make sure i'm I'm okay with god well friend uh god is okay with you uh when you go to church and when you don't go to church now catch me very closely here because i'm not saying don't go to church the bible says very specifically uh, that it's god's will for you to be in fellowship with local believers with like-minded believers but but that's not so that you can be pleasing to god no that's for your benefit <laughs> you see because you live in a world where you'll be bombarded with all kinds of stuff you know uh unbelief and uh all kinds of stuff that's that's contrary to god's will for your life and so you going to church is really you uh there's something very powerful when you you know get into this collective setting and, and this corporate worship uh, and, and, and getting into the Word, surrounded by like-minded believers. And so it's not that you're going to church so you can be okay with God. No, man, I said a while, a while ago, you know, that in this new covenant, when you understand who you are, it's no longer, I have to do this. No, now it's, I get to do this. You know, man, I get to go to church today. Oh, I, I get to uh, uh, be in the Lord's presence today. I get to uh, pray in the Holy Ghost today. You see, it's no longer about I have to. The law was about I have to. When you're operating in, in who you are in Christ, which is grace and faith. In other words, you, you lay hold of who you are in Christ by faith. Amen. And that means you might not always feel like it, but you don't live by, by how you feel. You live by what the Word says. And so your confession is, Man, I get to go to church today. I I get to do this thing today you know when I uh, teach the Word and right now me making this video this is not like I didn't get up this morning and say oh I gotta go ahead and uh, make a video today gotta go ahead and teach the Word today No, Lord I get to do this it's a privilege man it's awesome it's awesome the greatest joy that you will ever have is you understanding who you are in Christ uh, and you serving the Lord, out of who you are in Christ, is <laughs> huge, guys. This is huge. I'm, I'm sharing some powerful things with you. Uh, you know, and, and when you really start to live in this, uh, and all of this is now you awakening to who you are in Christ. When this happens, man, there's no. You know, people say, "Well, well, Alex, doesn't grace too much grace give people a license to sin?" Well, no. There's no room for that because in order for you to truly understand grace you got to understand who you are in Christ <laughs> and, 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 and you got to lay hold of that by faith. And man, there's no desire to sin. You know, uh, it, it, the only reason that somebody would say, uh, you know, grace, I think, gives me a license to sin. Well, Alex, I, I, you said, God loves me uh, no matter what. Uh, I think I have permission to sin now. Well, friend, if that's your thinking, there's two things going on. You, you either may not be born again and you just got to go ahead and get born again. Or two, perhaps you just don't understand who you are in Christ. Perhaps you are having a hard time uh, believing your identity in Christ. And so uh, when you understand who you are, man, remember, he reveals himself in your heart and, and he's going to take away those ungodly desires. He's going to give you new desires. He's going to give you his desires for your life. And, and in sin, there's nothing good about sin. You know, sin, the Bible talks about the deceitfulness of sin. Uh, this is one of the uh, enemy's greatest tactics. You know, Satan wants you to think that, you know, somehow the ways of the world are more fun than the ways of God. You know, Ooh, let's, you know, do the thing. Let's, 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 let's get wasted and, and all of that. And that's fun. No, friend, that's actually deception. You know, uh, even if it feels good in, in that moment, ultimately, it's going to mess up your life you see and so sin messes up your life uh, sin you know a person who lives in sin and who's born again uh, the grace and mercy of God is still available to them but it's gonna mess up your life it messes up relationships it, it can affect your health uh, you know somebody goes and steals something and gets caught well now you got to deal with the consequences consequences are uh, you may go ahead and and be in prison for a little bit. Now, God is still going to love you. He's going to love you in your prison cell. You can fellowship with him in in the prison cell. But man, why would you want to do that? You see? And so sin is not good. Sin messes up a person's life. Uh, When you understand who you are in Christ, friend, you'll understand that the greatest joy you will ever have is you fulfilling the calling of God on your life. Praise God. Praise God, Amen. Uh, and so, and so uh, he says, uh, he says in verse twelve, the law is not of faith. And so, uh, anytime I'm performing, trying to get God to do, it's really unbelief. Now, somebody says, well, Alex, uh, what have I, you know, I, I'm having a hard time accepting, uh, you know, the promises. You know, maybe you're dealing with. A health challenge and and you're experiencing the symptoms in your body and and you you have a hard time to just really uh, believe God for your healing well that's where you go to the word you know faith cometh by hearing and by hearing the word you hear the word you expose yourself to the word you start to meditate the word you get into the promises you know find those promises in in scripture that talk about your healing uh, that talk about your deliverance your provisions and, and and get those promises in your heart you see and what happens is that ultimately out of that there will come a place of rest you see the highest form of faith is to rest when I truly believe God there's a rest that comes there's a peace that comes peace is is security in the midst of turmoil and so stuff going on around you but there's a peace Well, I trust God I believe God I believe by his stripes I was healed Uh, I may not know in the natural how I'm going to pay these bills, but Alex, I believe my God supplies all of my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You see? Hey guys, thanks so much for joining me today. Now remember, grace is a living reality that is alive in the heart of every born-again believer. Friends, I'm Alex Rubid. You've been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again tomorrow as we continue growing in our understanding of God's grace. Now once again, to find out more about our ministry and to access the full-length audios of this and other teachings, simply head to alexrubidministries.org. And if this podcast has been a blessing to you, be sure to subscribe, subscribe. And review. Help us to spread this good news of God's unmerited favor in and through the finished works of Jesus Christ. And one more thing, friends if you'd like to support what God is doing in and through this ministry, you may do so by going to alexrubicministries.org forward slash give. I pray you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life. Walk in his blessing, walk in his favor, walk in his goodness. And I look forward to talking to you again on tomorrow's podcast.